Welcome to our Overtime Penalty Show. Today we have a special guest, Jerry Jimenez from Heart of LAFC. Say hello, Jerry. Hey, what's up, guys? We're also here with David and Lewis. Yo. Yeah, we're still here. And this is Bobby. <laughs> so we're pretty happy to have this show with uh, Jerry today. I know um, people have been wanting to hear this, right? I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they have. They, they really don't <laughs> care to hear anything about LAFC. I don't think any of your listeners want to hear about me, but uh, I'm here anyways. So no, we're, we're, we're here to bring... <laughs> well, we open the doors. We're, we're opening so the doors to bring people in. It's open house at, at LA is our house. And uh, we want to make sure that we put out all the nice cookies and the sandwiches that the LA Galaxy does not provide to us um, <laughs> for the heart of LAFC people to kind of get to know if they're going to talk shit, if they're going to talk trash to us, uh, then they have to know who they're talking to. Uh, so here we, so we're here. That's why we're here. Uh, and vice sure. versa with, uh, with our listeners, um, obviously don't target Jerry. Jerry's a perfectly nice, uh, guy, uh, doing his thing yes. at, uh, heart yeah, of LAFC. Don't. Um, but uh, we thought that it would be good to sort of open this dialogue and and just kind of just kind of get to know what's what's waiting for us on the other side or or what the other side of the the, the fence I guess the other grass can see how green the, the greener grows grass there what I don't know um, <laughs> so uh, Jerry so how is that root beer yes. yeah there's just root beer is like double so how's your grass. <laughs> <laughs> Double root, my grass root is root great. Beer? I'm drinking beer. Uh, you guys are drinking root beer. Yeah, over there. I've got root beer. Uh, it's a double. Yeah, for root the first beer, time, we're all yeah, dry we're all dry over for here. the first time. <laughs> Man, hey, no, but seriously, guys, thank you. Uh, and that's exactly right. What you were saying. I, I'm I'm super happy that you guys are having me on uh, Carson is our house. It's a great show. I've been listening to you guys for a while now, <laughs> and so I'm super. <laughs> what? What? Oh my! Uh, Sorry, hey, I'm just so used to it. Now. Uh, like you know what? That's that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. We can own that. Um, Carson, Carson, part of uh, Los Angeles County, uh, is is our house indeed. Um, but it's it's worth. Uh, I'm glad you bring this up because it's worth. Um, it's worth saying that um, even though. The LA Galaxy plays in Carson. Um, really, what I think the the LA Galaxy um, represents is not just uh, Los Angeles, which is I think um, why LAFC fans feel so um, adamant that they're LA. Um, but before we get into that, uh, Jerry, I want you to tell us about your podcast, The Heart of LAFC. How did you get started? What made you want to do it? Um, what does your wife uh, think of it? <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, she, like my wife, uh, really doesn't care about uh, your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she really doesn't. She doesn't listen to a single thing. Uh, don't feel and bad. I test neither her does mine. Once in a while. Well, what's that? <laughs> uh, mine doesn't either. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'll just throw stuff at her. I'll be like, hey. So in episode 18, did you hear what I said about you? <laughs> and she'll she'll stare at me and she say, well, "What did you say?" Said, Nothing. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, no, so I just kind of test her. But um, yeah, no. So as far as Heart of LAFC, I started it um, about 19 episodes ago. Uh, it was I took a, a quite of a bit of a break hey, you're because off like three uh, months, life yeah. kind of got in the way. Uh, but uh, I've been doing it now for uh, a few months. It hasn't been too long. 
Um, it's it's rather new, and and how it came to be is uh, I actually when I was uh, in high school, I had a podcast. Uh, I was in and out of bands in high school, and so uh, I would interview bands. And and uh, since I was in the scene, and it was very easy back when mm. podcasts were literally not cool. Like there mm. was not very many yeah. podcasts out there, um, and um, it just it just so happened that I still had some gear around, um, and so when when LAFC came around, and I was very involved with that, um, and and uh, it just, you know, started kind of following the team more and more. It it became evident that there was no podcast out there uh, for LAFC other than one which wasn't very uh, consistent. And then also it was very opinionated, which we need. We need that type of podcast. I know for LA Galaxy, for example, there's there's a few of you guys and you all bring something different and new to the table. And I felt like that was the case for me. I felt like I could do something different. I felt like I could do something that wasn't out there. There was one in Spanish, which, which is my guys from uh, Somos LAFC. So shout out to you, uh, to you guys. Oh, but, nice. um, you know, and then the LAFC podcast. And I, I know um, Will very well as well. Uh, but I felt like I could do something different. And I just randomly at one of our, um, you know, at one of our events, I said, man, I should do a podcast. And uh, a lot of people heard me say that, I guess. And every, I got a ton of people telling me, you should do it. You have to do it. You need to do it. <laughs> we need it. Um, and from that push, I was like, okay, I have the gear. I might as well just make it happen. I, you know, I had GarageBand. I had a blue mic. And till this day, that's how I'm running it. Um, so that's how I got started. And 19 episodes in, I've had the privilege of interviewing, you know, People like Logan Poss, who's the uh, head coach of uh, Orange County Soccer Club right now, who's our affiliate. Uh, I've had uh, uh, people like uh, uh, Larry uh, Friedman, who is actually the uh, the business guy at LAFC. He's the vice president and uh, and chief business officer. Uh, that's he's, what it is, he's, chief business officer. So yeah, he's the dude I was Very telling nice. you guys. Um, basically played soccer in college and they were like, well, you, you do it. Oh uh, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, which, you, you know, I, yeah, <laughs> which I said, you know, there's so many people that got jobs in soccer because they're like, Hey, who, who, who's played soccer? Uh, that guy. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. That's what I was going to tell you. Hey, so I was listening to that episode and I do have to say something on that note. And that is that Go I think it. you said John Thornton, right? That he played soccer, so he automatically... No, 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 no. Uh, I, th I said I thought it was, like, the president uh, of the business side. Um, that happens to be John Thornton, but I know who John Thornton is. Um, he uh, he actually played for, like, Chicago, or uh, he played for one of those teams. Yeah, he played for the Fire. Yeah. Yeah, um, and so we have, yeah, we have a big... So it definitely wasn't that, but I, think, uh, but I think I heard in your last episode that uh, you were going to try and get him on the show. Yeah. So, f oh, with, so you haven't listened to the to the Larry episode? He kind of gives you the story of, of how he started and uh, where his background is. And so he grew up in soccer, playing soccer and being involved with the soccer world. But somehow, um, you know, his his job kind of took him into baseball. And so he was actually the um, the the CEO, if I'm not mistaken, of the uh, Los Angeles team, the uh, the Dodgers, the yeah. lower division. <laughs> Dodgers team. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, I was gonna say the uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, yes. Okay. Well, <clears throat> um, so let me ask you, Jerry. Um, what you're obviously from LA. Um, you have that very distinct LA accent. Um, 
Uh, do it. Yeah, yeah, you do. You have that same Giassi Zardes uh, LA accent. Um, uh, what what is it about LAFC that spoke to you as far as uh, as as wanting to support that team? Um, so it's a, that's a good question, and that is one that um, it's it's uh, it's not very easy to give you like a quick answer, unfortunately. So I'll I'll do my best. Okay, um, mm-hmm. I started. Believe it or not, if you guys don't know my, my history, we'll go through it really quick. I actually had LA Galaxy season tickets. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy, right? No, Breaking but news. Like breaking news. So, yeah. No one's surprised. Yeah, had, <laughs> no, and, and uh, I've said that plenty of times. Um, and, then, and I'm happy to say it that um, LA Galaxy was a team that I supported. I was actually there through two of the championships. And uh, I grew up. Literally since birth, I popped out of my mom wearing a Chivas Guadalajara jersey. Ah, <laughs> see, <laughs> okay. that takes care yeah. of one of my other questions of to f- figure He's out. He's answered yeah. two questions Seriously, now already, right, that we have please, lined up. Please go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's perfect. This is good. That saves me from wanting to like force a different the, the the same question on you. So please, you were uh, you you obviously were born and raised in LA. Um, you're a Guadalajara Chivas Guadalajara fan. Uh, yeah. from birth, and uh, we're a former LA Galaxy season ticket holder. Yeah, and so uh, literally my my best friend is a huge, huge, has always been a huge David Beckham fan, mm-hmm. and so him and I would come to Galaxy Games to, literally to watch David Beckham. And for me, uh, you know, soccer has always been more than just watching the game. For me, I'm actually a supporter, and so it, it, it was it was a little different, you know, just sitting with him and watching the game and then looking over, seeing ACB on one end, seeing, uh, you know, Lars on the other end. I, I wanted to be over there with those guys. And so uh, I was at a game. Let's uh, move forward. I was at a game where it was uh, the, I don't know why they call it the Classico, but it was Chios USA versus Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I, I, you guys were kicking Chivas USA's butt really bad i don't remember what year this was i'm sorry but uh, i think any year except for the years oh wait uh yeah except for oh eight that oh, was when wait. uh when bradley came when in when bob bradley was yeah and we'll talk a little bit more about that later but uh <laughs> so he's coming back guys i don't know if you heard uh so yeah. anyways is it that year um that i was there sitting in the stands watching la galaxy wearing my la galaxy jersey they were Killing Chivas, uh, Chivas USA, and something in the like something hurt, something hit me in the pit of my stomach, like it didn't feel right. And it was like I, I don't, I'm not on the right side. I, I sh- and again, coming from a Guadalajara fan, just that crest meant something to me, you know. Right, but I see that that actually wants me to 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 kind of push you the other direction. Uh, why weren't you a Chivas USA fan? Or were you a Chivas USA fan at one point? No. So I wasn't a Chivas USA fan up till then. Uh-huh. Right there when I got that. That feeling, yeah. In the, yeah, that feeling where it was like, I literally, guys, like literally, I'm not even exaggerating. I know this sounds super dramatic. Um, it, I, I felt sick to my stomach. Like it did not feel good. Um, and my wife was sitting right next to me and my best friend was sitting on the other side of me. And I remember it very, very clearly. I looked over to my wife and I said, 
I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. I don't feel good. And she's looking at me like, what the heck is wrong with you? Right? Uh, our team is winning. You got to go to the <laughs> are, are you sure you just yeah, didn't yeah, have yeah, one exactly. of the churros? <laughs> no, yeah, I, think, the, I, I remember think, the churros from back then. They were pretty bad. Man. No, you, sure you know what it was? Yeah. It, was a, it was a pollo campero is what it was. Oh, uh, don't talk shit <laughs> about <laughs> pollo campero. We love, we love the, the pollo campero, man. That's what it was. <laughs> it was free so many years. Like, dude. Bobby and I ate so many times from Pollo Campero. Like, the lady yep. would give us the dirty look every time we walked in because she knew. She was like, she these, was like guys these guys again this week? Stupid galaxy <laughs> one again. Uh, you know, I went, so I went it, it back there. It just didn't there. feel good, man. Yeah. Um, wow, it, okay. it, it, it did not feel good. So, from then on, I was like, you know what, buddy? I'm sorry. I can't go to games anymore. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I just don't feel good. And I think I was on Twitter, uh, and I posted, like, man, I, w- I want to go to Chivas USA game, you know, whether where they're not getting their asses beat, which <laughs> n- n- actually ended up like never happening. 2017 <laughs> Galaxy game So you right never there. went? Yeah. No. So I actually uh, ended up meeting up with Black Army um, over with Chivas USA, and I've been a member of Black Army now since then. So, uh, yeah, that's – and so I, I was a Chivas USA season ticket member for uh, – three years something like that mm. and uh and sat with with black or not sat stand in 138 uh with black army and uh you know when i, th- I think that was the one thing too for black army was always not so much about chios guadalajara and i never really liked that to be honest mm-hmm. i never liked the fact that guadalajara was trying to do that whole thing here in the u.s mm-hmm. i think that I always wanted a team to call my own. Um, and, and to be honest, I did attempt to join LA Galaxy supporter groups at one point because, like I mentioned earlier, I was never really m- about watching it so much more than actually being a part of it. Um, and that's what I feel supporters are. And so uh, sure. I, I just never felt welcome. I'll be honest with you guys. And I know I'm going to get some, you know, un- please don't hate me, guys. Anybody in ACB or Galactians or, or Riot Squad, um, I know that you all mean well, but whenever I came up to one of you guys to get some information to see if I could join up, it was, I was never, f- I never had a feeling of welcomeness. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that might, you know, push some buttons on some people, but it, it just really ha- what it was. And so I was like, okay. And so that never happened. Um, and with Black Army, it was like, well, you're welcome. And yes, you can sit there and, and as a Galaxy fan say, well, I mean, they needed you guys. There was only like five people in the stands. And yes, maybe that's <laughs> the case. But regardless, I felt welcome. And so sticking with Black Army, we always did push uh, for an L.A. team. And we always wanted a change from the Chivas name, maybe like a club Atletico, you know, Chivas LA or whatever it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> we always wanted the LA name to be a part of it, and it never happened. And it never was going to happen under Brigada. So well, uh, when LAFC came around, I mean, we, we were on board. I think it was automatic. Uh, and, and to be honest, there was, there was times when it was like, I don't know if I like this. This is really, this feels really plastic. And I know that gets thrown around a lot, the whole plastic thing with us now and back then with you guys. And, and you know, it's... It's a term that I think uh, it, it just it's, it depends on who's, you know, looking at the other teams. But in this specific case, I started to get to know the people that were a part of LAFC. And I just, I was hooked. It feels uh, they were welcoming. I mean, to be honest, that's really what it was. So I, I can tell you from, from my experience, um, 
long before we started doing this podcast, at least, um, with the, with the, we're not affiliated with any of the, the supporters group because we don't feel, um, that we're like really connected to what they're all about, you know, whether it's ACB or, or, uh, Riot Squad or the Galaxians or back in the day, the ultras, um, but one thing that they always have been, at least to, in my experience, and um, I don't know, you know, about Lewis and Bobby, but um, I've always felt welcome in Lars anytime. Um, my, I think the first time I ever had the Riot Squad experience was away in San Jose. Um, the uh, the then uh, uh, president of Lars, Tommy Mack kind of uh, took me under his wing and, and stood next to me and, uh, and, and kind of, you know, jeered me on the entire, the entire game uh, away to San Jose. And that was, uh, you know, that was something that was cool. Um, when ACB started, uh, I, I had season tickets in uh, general admission right next to their, uh, next to their, their uh, section. And I'd used, I joined them uh, a lot. Uh, so, like I said, never, never really felt um, turned away. Uh, Galaxians have obviously been there since the beginning, um, and uh, from what I know about them, they're they're basically just like a big family. Um, like literally, they're all related to each other, um, except for for a few people. Um, but all those people have always been really nice, and the interactions that I've had with them um, never never really turned away. And I'm not really the type of um, supporter that's really outgoing and wants to sort of initiate anything. So even for somebody who's like out there looking for it, I don't think that, um, you know, that at least that hasn't been my experience. I wasn't out there like, you know, being like really upfront, like, Hey, I want to be a part of a thing. Um, I think if I would have been like that, I definitely probably would have joined up with one of those groups at some point. I don't know about you guys, but Jerry, that actually uh, um, kind of makes, makes it, it all makes a lot of sense. Um, one that you were that you were a former Galaxy fan, I kind of gleaned that from you a little bit, um, and and two that maybe you had some uh, ties to Chivas USA. Um, what's interesting to me is that um, because your family is a Chivas Guadalajara fa- uh, you know a family um, you weren't really immediately turned on to Chivas USA which we all knew was going to be the case when, when Chivas USA was first uh, coming in into the league um, I should I tell you why that was? go for it go for it because I, 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 I wanted I, I again I've the three of us have been Galaxy fans since the beginning. Um, we only ever have supported the LA Galaxy. We don't have really other yeah. teams from other leagues around the world. Um, I'm a Galaxy supporter and I'm a U.S. men's national team supporter. Um, yeah. My uh, my family is from Guatemala. Um, I think both of them were either Municipal or Dominican. Communicaciones fans, I think the family was split in that case. Um, but I never really felt a connection to that. Um, and I never really felt a big connection to the Guatemala national team. Uh, my dad is from yeah. Mexico, but, or my dad's mom is from Mexico. My dad was born here. Um, and we, we didn't really spend a lot of time. So I have like no 
real connections or anything to uh, to Mexican culture at all, except through my wife now. Um, and uh, my brothers and my brothers in law are Chivas fans. Um, so there was a, there was some adversarial stuff happening in the days of uh, Chivas USA. Uh, between you know between myself and my my uh, oldest brother-in-law uh but yeah please tell tell me about um why you didn't feel connected to Chivas USA when they started so before I do I I do want to make sure that all of your listeners understand that I can probably give you about 20 different examples of why people would be LAFC fans everybody has a different story everybody comes from obviously a different background and there's a lot of reasons why people wouldn't uh, gravitate towards LA Galaxy and are now following LAFC. There's a reason why LAFC exists, and that is because there's oh, you know a money. ton of people. What's that? Money. Well, that's one, absolutely. <laughs> that's probably the biggest one for the MLS, absolutely. Um, I think at the end of the day, everything is a business, but you have to look at also everybody's story. You know, and that's something that LAFC has done a very good job. Also, if you look at all their marketing, it's all about telling stories. And, and you know, everybody has a different reason for why they are out there screaming and yelling for a team that doesn't exist, right? And this is what you hear is, I mean, we can finally actually now, I think one of my buddies from uh, the Luckies, Lucky Boys, one of the supporter groups said, we finally have enough players on our roster to make you know complete a pass. Four, four. Um, and that just <laughs> literally just happened, you know, not that long ago. But so why is it that there's these people in these videos screaming and yelling with smoke bombs? And so there's a ton of different reasons. There's a lot of backgrounds. There's a lot of different stories, and I can give you twenty if you need me to. No, um, just but yours. For me myself. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, and I just want people to understand that because I, I keep hearing from many galaxy fans that they i just don't get it i don't understand and that's okay you know you, everybody has their story so mine is that i was not an mls fan i was not an mls fan until my best friend david uh shout out hi david baron um he introduced me to the mls uh he introduced me to la galaxy uh and so that's how it happened uh if, oh, by the way, you guys like comics? That's uh, David Barron from the comic books. He wrote a book called Stained, and he is yeah. a colorist for DC Comics. He's colored comics with Scott Snyder and oh, Jock and nice. all these yeah. people. Very nice. But anyways, yeah, that's, that's my BFF forever. Yeah, Lewis made a silent reaction <laughs> over there. Yeah, I saw that. He heard well, the name. Well, <laughs> the, the, the ironic thing is you just named David's first name and my last name. We're like, what the heck? <laughs> we just had oh, a, we just had a yeah, child, right. apparently. <laughs> And he writes yeah. comics, so I'm cool he with that. Comics, yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what, what's what's even so what's even stranger is uh, leading into leading into the interview. I wanted to have a play on uh, uh, on on calling you the distinguished competition, uh, which is what Stanley used to call DC Comics for uh, for years. <laughs> so there you go. Even more even more weird connections there. There you go. Well, there's the name of the show. <laughs> Distinguished competition. competition. Awesome. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, so, so sorry, continue. go on. <laughs> no, that was it. I mean, that's really what oh. it was. I actually had no exposure. I had no idea that uh, Chivas USA existed. So here, here's the thing that I have to correct you on, and I hate to do it, but I'm actually in San Diego. So I'm a San Diegan. Um, and so oh. I, I wasn't anywhere nearby... Uh, 
LA to to be aware of it of what was happening over there. Um, I so I was born in Imperial Valley, which makes me uh, from Los Angeles automatically because nobody wants to be from Imperial Valley. <laughs> uh, but I have a ton of family in Los Angeles, so I spent a lot of time in LA. And I think maybe that's where I get my my Jesse's artist swag. I don't know. Yeah. But <laughs> do me a favor. Say say uh, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> say you know. It's uh, my know? favorite, my no. favorite uh, Jesse's artist quote. Um, you you guys want to talk about him? Because I oh my, never mind. We no, not really. no, this show no, go no, forever. No, no, no. No. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're we're trying not to have a three hour show here. Um, yeah, okay, okay. But we can always have another. Yeah, yeah, show. We can talk about Jesse later okay, when uh, when he plays for LAFC at some point. Um, <laughs> so, it, you know, what, my next question to you was going to be about what, you, how you feel about LA soccer culture. Um, because I think us as, as LA galaxy fans, um, uh, kind of, I, I have a very jaded view of, of what LA soccer culture is like. And, uh, but one thing that I think you, you've just kind of led me into is that, uh, the thing about LA culture in general is that no one ever seems to be from LA, um, <laughs> especially in the entertainment industry, which is you know which which is what uh, mm-hmm. LAFC seems to be uh, being birthed out of. Um, everybody's mm-hmm. from somewhere else. Uh, you know, you're from you're from Imperial Valley. Um, LAFC is from uh, you know Chivas Guadalajara. Um, the LA Galaxy is from Carson. <laughs> So, Pasadena, so, yeah, from Pasadena, Pasadena. Yeah. uh, by yeah, exactly, <laughs> from Carson by way of Pasadena. Um, so yeah. you know, again, you know, what so what is LA soccer culture to you? So, LA soccer culture is kind of inter- interesting to me because it's it's a melting pot for sure, and that's LA culture in general, right? But LA yeah. soccer culture is is almost the same exact thing. Um, and it's unfortunately it it is a uh, how many I don't I don't want to get in trouble but it's definitely not as bad as San Diego when it comes to bandwagon fans mm-hmm. but it gets there it's Ooh. pretty close I would, I'm sorry I would say that LA <laughs> is the most bandwagony fan base okay. there yeah, is I, I'm gonna have to agree okay, there. there you go. no there is okay no there um, is. thanks for having my back guys so that, <laughs> I mean like I won't get uh, killed well no no, no. But, yeah it's it's literally like I think a lot of people from one day you can be like I'm a galaxy fan I've been a galaxy fan for you know years and LAFC's around it's a new shiny uh, thing and I don't know you know LAFC is looking really good and you get that a lot that's okay. Yeah, that's that's an no, LA it, fan it, it base. It totally type is. Thing. I mean, same thing with other sports. What we were talking mm-hmm. about is that you know we had mentioned that you know there's some people who um, from the Galaxy fan base that are, are going to jump ship basically because of this 2017 season, mm-hmm. or um, this was probably sure. like the last straw, and so we go into the new yeah. team, and you know there, there's a lot of marketing going on there. Um, they're obviously going to win that uh, that battle. The, the Galaxy cannot compete with that uh, this season when you're um, going up against uh, an expansion team that is going to be constantly in the news, announcing players, announcing coaches, announcing a new stadium. Um, so it's very easy to just say, okay, yeah, you know, here's the here's the new thing, but they can very easily just jump back if that team that they've decided to jump on isn't winning and they can easily just jump back into the galaxy's uh uh bandwagon should they start 
uh, winning all over again. And I kind of believe that's kind of what uh, LA culture is. It's just like David has said this uh, many times. What have you done for me lately? And if that answer is nothing, then I will go yep. elsewhere. And unfortunately, Absolutely. that is the case. I mean, you look at our fan base, not just from uh, from a soccer point of view, just from other sports, compare that to the passion in, say, like football in the Midwest. There's just absolutely no competition. Absolutely nothing whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You look at the new teams um, in MLS like Orlando and Atlanta, and the fandom here in L.A. never reached that point. No, ever. and I don't think it ever will. Yeah. And I don't think it ever will. That's depressing yeah. for me. It is. It really is. Like, you see Orlando, you see the support Orlando gets. You even see a turnaround like Sporting Kansas City, you know, when they were the Wizards, they, you know, my favorite, one of my favorite things I ever saw during a Wizards game, I think Lewis and I were both watching the game together when they played at Arrowhead. Um, You could hear, you know, there was about 15 people in the stands or something and you can hear and you can hear one of the fans go, come on, y'all better do something. (laughs) Uh, it's probably one of my favorite MLS moments ever Uh, but now you turn around and you see what what they've done with the rebrand with Sporting Kansas City and they're one of my favorite games to watch on TV because their atmosphere is fantastic I mean you know that's one of the stadiums that I would love to visit one day uh, because they have a they have a phenomenal atmosphere that was probably one of the top of my list until the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium opened this past weekend. I didn't see the see. I didn't watch yeah. the Atlanta game this weekend, yeah, so yep. I, totally I, I didn't get to that see one. that. Yep. That was insane. It's so crazy. I yep. can't believe you didn't see that. Uh, as, as <laughs> I mean, you they say, dominated the game the like way, crazy, right? but just in general, the atmosphere, the atmosphere was insane. Yeah. And that's good. In Atlanta, like, but in Atlanta, yeah, you would think that like a team in the South would not generate that type of passion for. Soccer, of y'all all sports. better do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, now I want that to they be did. the name of the episode. <laughs> now you want that and to be so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's the here's the thing with with that, and you know the whole bandwagon idea is that uh, it, it, it's it's gonna happen. We're gonna get for the next couple of years. There's gonna be a lot of back and forth, and I mean, I I have a question for you guys. And I don't think that, y- you know, uh, this question is really for you guys as, as uh, fans of LA Galaxy. It's more for LA Galaxy itself. What happened this year? Like, what, what went oh, wrong? So many. I mean, oh. I know there's oh, a lot of things. Wow. But you can, literally, yeah. you can, why are you guys making it so easy for LAFC? Like, it's really, it shouldn't have been this easy. And it, 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 honestly, I'll be honest with you guys, it, it really pisses me off. Because I want it to be a good, <laughs> right. you know, a, a good, good co- like competition between the two teams. Um, sure. And and it, it's just right now it doesn't feel that way. I mean, hopefully next year when you know LAFC is actually playing, it, it will be different. But what happened? So no, this this year was a major anomaly, like a hodgepodge of crap that happened um, that we just can't explain and it continues to happen throughout this season when we're talking about injuries red cars just the level of play just so, so much if you want if you want um, the long answer to that go back to episode 50 and then just go forward from there uh because we chronicle <laughs> exactly. it very well yeah through, from from the off-season super pod the first super pod that we had with uh with guessman and and uh and riot Squadcast, um we talked about sort of what's happening with this team? Like they're making some weird decisions and then it just kind of keeps snowballing until probably about like three or four episodes ago where we just went, okay, we're done. You know, like we're, yeah, 
on to next year. Um, like I'm past yeah. the uh, I'm past the anger stage. I think. No, we've all hit ex- uh, acceptance at this yeah. point. <laughs> there, there was a bunch of there was definitely a bunch yeah. of anger and definitely a bunch of denial. Um, and then uh, there was there, there was yeah, some, there was some bargaining <laughs> and just yeah there was definitely bargaining <laughs> and just when we hit acceptance, they go and freaking beat. Well, you know, or they they they, okay. they get a okay. point but, stolen. From well, they them. win the collateral yeah. game and then they tie <laughs> this past yeah. game. But here's the thing, though, guys, and, and this is this is another thing that I've been thinking about uh, in in keeping track of of just the MLS in general and keeping track of LA Galaxy. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because it's like we're done. This is over. Season's over, and then something happens. And it's like, yeah. oh, maybe we can get, you know, maybe we can do a, a race for Sace again and, <laughs> and the, the playoffs. And then, and oh, damn it, they lost again. They look terrible. What happened? Well, such and as, they su- such as, I the, almost, uh, oh my gosh, we tied, guys. We tied. I think there's hope. We might still have this. Jossie's back. He's okay. Really? Is he really back? No. No, uh, I don't think he's, oh my gosh. he's not back. No, he's not you back. Know, he was Jermaine never there. Jones is playing so great now. It, it, you know, all of a sudden, can he be like coming back and could we be making a run? That's not going to happen. I think and, and, and the no, thing is, it realistically, I think it's it's uh, already Siggy Schmidt is planning for next season. Yes. And, like, and we've actually good. we've actually said that that right. at this point, I think he's yeah. he even conceded, uh, though he didn't come out and say it. He basically did concede. Uh, I think it was after his second game when he lost to, I want to say, Portland. He came out and said, "We don't have to worry about points right now. We have to worry about playing better." I think that quote right there yeah, basically point, said he yeah, is conceding the season, saying, "You guys yeah. need to forget about the playoffs and we need to start playing better so that next season we can be competitive because this is now kind of like a lost cause." I think at that point a lot of people didn't really notice that, but it definitely struck me. I'm like, "This guy has just conceded." And I'm okay with that because it's true. I I think if you make a run at this point, it would be um It'd be far fetched to believe that you were going to make some incredible run that late into the season. If you were going to make a run, it would probably yeah. have to have been in June, maybe even July. John, but John Kempen like believes, I, yeah. guys. Yeah, that's all we. Well, he's injured now. So. Yeah, he's like injured I, now. So now we're, we're done. We, I think I could. I I think I can speak for all three of us. We're not holding our breaths. Yeah. And when we see uh, incremental adjustments that make positive. Uh, games, you know, we're, we're not, we don't jump on it and say like, yeah, we're going to hit a run here. <laughs> like, that's just, that's not us. We're just like, all right, cool. Fine. That's, that's a draw. That was a win. What happens next game? Next game is Toronto. I'm pretty sure in balls and beers, <laughs> we all want to say we're going to get demolished. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and yeah. So, and here's the thing with, with, with that too, is just, again, I want it to be really competitive with between us and, I want there to be a true rivalry, which I feel like right now, I mean, somewhat. I know, I know that people that aren't necessarily in Los Angeles can really feel it. But after the whole, you know, uh, defacing and the whole uh, wall mm-hmm. mural, all that stuff and between supporters um, and then the stabs at each other back and forth on, on uh, Twitter. I know LAFC is kind of stepping it up a little by little on that. Um, and there's a reason for it, by the way. But. Uh, it's just it's very difficult to see that right now. I mean, uh, and I, I'm sorry, guys, but at home, you guys are two eight and four. Yeah, yeah, but that, but, oh, no, but look, Jerry, Jeez. here's here's the thing about MLS, <laughs> and and you know, um, maybe you've been following. I don't know if you've been following over the last, you know, since since you've sort of left um, the league and now are coming back into it. Is that from year mm-hmm. to year, it doesn't matter what you did last year. 
Um, from year to year, it changes. Look at what Chicago... Chicago was dead last this year. This year, they were in the hunt for Supporter Shield. They've kind of fallen down a little bit, yeah. but they're still in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas won Supporter Shield and went to Open Cup, and they're on the last playoff spot right now. Uh, you know, Atlanta didn't exist last year. And this year, they're, you know, opening up giant stadium and having a killer atmosphere, so I hear. So, it, you know, from year to year, it changes. So you can't look and say like, oh, it's too bad. You know, it's it's one thing to say, yes, we're also disappointed that uh, we we felt like the LA Galaxy have have taken a major step in the wrong direction in that they have the shiny new toy coming the, uh, it next year. And we need to be worried about that. And we're going to lose some of these fair weather people because they're like, oh, well, I want to go there because they sound more exciting. Yeah, of course they sound more exciting. You guys have four players right now. They're, they're new. new. You got all this. The, for 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 what people say about LA Galaxy being about glitz and glam, LAFC sure is turning on the glitz and glam. Um, and, <laughs> and, you know, from what I understood what LAFC wanted to be is they wanted to sort of be the anti-galaxy but really they're just they're coming into the league in a different era of of mls um you're gonna have people a more sort of a more like natural supporter um culture uh you're gonna have people who are excited because soccer is starting to get exciting and you're we're starting to sign player mls as a league is starting to sign players that are very uh, I, I guess they would say closer to the primes, right? Um, Retirement league, no more. Right, right, right. and that's and that's yeah. what that's what Galaxy operated in. They operated. They were like all about the aging European star to get the butts in the seats, um, and they're having trouble adjusting. Um, I think that's what this year was about. I think it was. It, I think this year was about they're having they're having trouble adjusting, but. I have no doubt that they will make their adjustments um, and they'll be, they'll be back. They'll be the LA Galaxy that, that they once were, especially knowing that they have this competition coming. And some of the, the, the language that the, the front office, the Galaxy front office was using toward the beginning of the year, they, they've started, they sort of have stopped using that. They sort of have stopped saying, well, you know, we have five trophies in our tr- cabinet. We're not worried about that. They're worried. Oh, yeah. I remember at the beginning of the season, it was uh, very much like, we're not worried about them. And what was that? Uh, Chris Klein, right? Yeah, it was Chris say, Klein. Like, it was oh, Chris Klein and Pete Vianis. I, I think that they were just obviously trying to put up a front. I'm, obviously, I, I cannot imagine that the, the president of a uh, sporting organization will not have at least one eye on a team that's about to move in just, you know, across the way. I just find that very, very difficult to believe. I think that was just the uh, politically correct uh, answer that he was, uh, that he was giving. I actually believe that this has the potential to be the biggest rivalry in uh, uh, professional sports here in Los Angeles. Cause we really don't have it. I, we don't, you called it, you called it uh, the, having the potential of being USC, UCLA. Well, well, the, the thing is that USC yeah, UCLA that. is not professional. That's my point. Right. The Lakers and the Clippers, th- there's no there's rivalry. No there's nothing there. The Dodgers and the Angels, there's nothing there. And one again is in Orange County, so it's not even 
Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, you know, yeah, okay. Of California. Of California, and yeah. Um, so there's not really a rivalry there. I, I'm not really into hockey, so I don't really feel, uh, I can't really say. I think you can a, say the Kings and the Ducks are rivals. Okay, I, I don't follow hockey, so yeah. I, I really can't, uh, I, I can't speak for that. Um, the Chargers and the Rams, well, that's just laughable. That's laughable. And so this definitely has the potential to be the biggest rivalry in L.A., um, which, like you said, it, it's something that you look forward to as long as, you know, you keep it adult, <laughs> you know, as long as you're not what you had mentioned, like you know, vandalize. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. Not yeah. sexy adult. Got it. Um, but, you know, as long as you're not, <laughs> you know, from? vandalizing, you know, <laughs> or, you know, just kind of going out of your way to, you know, uh, to be a jerk. I actually know, Physically I actually know people. people who are... Uh, <laughs> You know, Dodger fans that they even said, I, I will go to Angel Stadium specifically to, you know, like talk smack and get into a fight and get into <laughs> it. I mean, there's obviously every organization is going to have yeah. bonehead fans. I, I don't think any don't I, I don't think that. any organization is immune to it. Um, I mean, I think it's fine for talking shit within the game. But other than that, beyond that way point, to break that curse. Bond, sorry. Yeah. I, it took me this long. <laughs> David or- David no, already dude, broke dude, it a long said, time yeah, ago. Anyway, you're right, you're right. No. I mean, the, 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 banter, the, the banter between rivals, I mean, that's actually part of the fun. That, that's actually, I mean, when it comes to the USC-UCLA uh, rivalry, uh, I can tell you at my job during that week, I mean, there's just so much banter going on between coworkers, and we're going back and forth. But we are also keeping it respectable. We're also going, yeah, we're going to needle you. We win. We're obviously going to have bragging rights. That's what it's all about. It's all about pride. It's all about ego. That's what fandom really is. Um, but there is a line that definitely should not be crossed. Um, Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Agree. You know, I, I, um, just real quick, you were saying about the, uh, the, the banter. And that's what it needs to be is just banter. Uh, yeah. You know, and they can go back and forth, and there's a certain line that you just do not cross. And uh, I'm a part of, I don't know if you guys are a part of the MLS Trash Talk page on Facebook. No. Uh, there's not very many uh, people in there now, but there's a lot of Galaxy fans on there. Um, shout out to you guys. You know who you are. I'm not going to name you, but um, there's members from both sides of the supporter groups. And those guys, uh, you know, we go back and forth quite a bit. And, you know, they understand that at the end of the day, it's banter, I, I would hope. Um, and I don't think that any lines have been well, that's crossed. Good. Uh, but as far as it being a true rivalry, I think it, it's going to be pushed by the league. Absolutely. It's up to mm-hmm. us as supporters, as fans, to make sure that, uh, yeah, it's real, but then also that it's not too real. You know what I mean? Like it, it, when, it could, yep. when it starts coming into, uh, you know, physical, uh, you know. Uh, physical violence. Physical violence, exactly. It's just that. <laughs> We, I mean, I would, I wouldn't go there. I have, you know, family. I have kids, uh, and there's all these uh, people out there. Unfortunately, you see with the like the New York rivalry, where it really actually gets truly physical. It's uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. Come on, the guys. the, like, the one really? thing that that this rivalry is gonna be similar to the New York rivalry. It's about territory. It's about name. Um, if you go to some of the biggest rivalries in the world, it's you have, uh, for example, uh, Rangers and Celtic of. Um, of Scotland, Scotland. Yeah. Th- they're separated by religion. Mm-hmm. Now that's going to be extremely testy. Yeah. I mean, obviously Boca, the lines are going to be Boca River is, separated, Boca River by is separated by class. There's a lot of actually South American teams rivalries that are separated by class. Um, I-, I went down to Colombia about ten years ago. Uh, my family's from uh, Bogota, 
Uh, they're Santa Fe supporters, and their arch rival is uh, Millonarios. They play in the exact same stadium. So there's a, a rivalry. There's a, you know, inner city rivalry. And uh, one of my cousins, uh, he took us out one day. Oh, we're going to go to a restaurant here in the city. And we're wondering, eh, is this safe to go out? And obviously, I know it's banter, but it's also, again, separated by class. Um, where he said, like, oh, yeah, the city's perfectly safe. Mianaris is playing right now. All the hoodlums are in the stadium, so we're good to go. <laughs> and so, you know, and I just kind of <laughs> laughed at it. And so, um, you know, th- there is that separation uh, between that and maybe sports in our country where it's more just kind of territorial, more historical about, you know, you took my player, uh, you, you know, you cursed us, you know, the Yankees and Red Sox, uh, UCLA, USC, it's obviously territorial. I think the Galaxy LAFC is definitely territorial. There's no history there. There's no politics. There's no religion there. So it is about territory. Um, but again, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be to a point where you have crossed the line where it's just simple, you know, at the end of the day, it is a game. It is just entertainment. And, uh, you know, we we just have to remember that. I mean, you could feel strongly for your team, but there's a, again, we've all said it. There's a limit. Yeah. And fun fact about Millonarios. I saw them play against uh, Cholos Tijuana and yeah, their fans are crazy. man. (laughs) The Millonarios fans are crazy. (laughs) Did you see, uh, I'm not sure if you saw it. I saw on Twitter. There was a, um, there was a picture that was posted that had a, a blind, uh, Millonarios fan and then there was a Santa Fe fan and they were like talking to, to each other and the, the Santa Fe fan was actually like I guess commentating uh, uh, the, the game to this blind Millonarios fan and mm. they, they took a picture of it and you know they said this is like this is the beautiful side of the beautiful game yeah. where two arch rivals awesome. that are like hate each other you know that's kind of what it's about this is like this is the beautiful part of, of the rivalry that you can have two teams from two different, you know, classes or whatever. You can still come together, which is, you know, kind of the point well, that know, we're, we're trying to make right here. Right? Sure. That's 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 something that I think is is a good note to kind of try and start to wrap things up on. Um, as as we've been saying, we don't condone any of the sort of more extreme things. I, I'm sure I'm sure there are other fans out there that will will say different but at least from from us from our side we can say that you know we look forward to um having that fierceness on the field but you know stopping there you know there the banter can can go back and forth um but you know as uh as our friends in the riot squad used to say is uh you know we'll we'll talk smack to each other but i'll still buy you a beer at the end um so, uh, so Jerry, we want to say thank you uh, for joining us. Yeah. Um, you've been uh, very gracious with your time. Um, and like I said, a lot of this is to kind of open up that discussion and kind of get into the, the mindset of what LAFC is, at least from, from you know, one person's perspective. Fellow podcaster, obviously, there's, uh, you know, obviously the mutual respect to be had there. Um, I do want to ask you one, a couple more questions before we go sort of more, uh, quick draw questions or, you know, we don't want to really call it lightning round because it's been taken. That's, that's been ta- that's that's taken. taken by somebody else. So let's call <laughs> this, uh, let's call this, I don't know. Uh, but it, just to be fair real quick, the, the, their lightning round is not really. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could just call this, yeah, hurry we up. Could call this, we could call this Bobby's Bobby's telling us to hurry up. Uh, round so okay so jerry 
Um, as you know, the uh, MLS has an expansion draft at the end of the year for new for new teams coming in. Um, if you had to, if you were the GM of LAFC and you had to take an LA Galaxy player, um, you have to look at who is going to be gone: uh, Jermaine Jones, Ashley Cole, probably Jack McInerney, and probably Pele Van Anholt. Uh, the protected list is going to be obviously the uh, the Dos Bros brothers. Um, Alessandrini, Zardes, Jao Pedro, Sebastian Legette, uh, Boateng, Romney, Serres, and uh, I'm going for uh, Bradford Jameson. I think he's going to be protected this year. Uh, so up for grabs, that leaves Rafa Garcia, the Villarreal brothers, Ari Lasseter, Hugo Ariano, uh, Diallo, uh, Diop, Roe, Kempin, uh, Mendiola, Rogers, McBean, Nathan Smith, Baggio Husidic, maybe Michael Chiani, and of course, who can forget Alex Hunter? <laughs> so, if you're LAFC, think, who do you oh, take? I think Husidic is protected. <laughs> take you your think? pick. Yeah, that's just my pick. Okay. Go on. Man, that is a lot of goalkeepers. Um, that's all of our goalkeepers. That is literally all of our goalkeepers. Yeah, that's all your goalkeepers. Yeah. Um, yep. No, I, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Alex Hunter. Absolutely. <laughs> um, we can have him. <laughs> I think he's, <laughs> he's going to do great. I mean, he's, I've heard he's played with who? Uh, Manchester United? Is that uh, well, for me, he played yeah, with I'm, Southampton. I'm gamer, who I be- we played it, and I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe I played with uh, Southampton, and uh, he was terrible for my, uh, my Southampton Hampton team. <laughs> um, you know what? Honestly, like, truly, I would probably take one of the Villarreal brothers just because I feel like they've uh, they've shown some potential. Um, and I think that's what we're going with right now is uh, we've kind of shown that uh, we want people that have potential and for future will we'll have some some growth. So, uh, I mean, if you're going to make me pick between Jaime and Jose, uh, it's a tough one, man. I'm not sure. Uh, it, it just. Yeah, it's a tough one. It, it, I was thinking also Rafa Garcia is not too bad. Uh, I would take Rafa. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't that's know. who I, I don't would have. For me, I for me, I think Rafa Garcia. Um, LAFC has the most to gain by taking L- Rafa Garcia simply because the dude will run through a brick wall for you. And you're like Rafa. Yeah, uh, I don't true. have a position for you on the though, game, but I need you to bang your head on that wall for ninety minutes. He'll be like, "All right, I'll do it. I'm doing it," and and he'll do yeah, it. Yeah, and and. Here's the thing, though, is is Rafa Garcia's tank isn't uh, doesn't last full for very well, long. Well, because he doesn't get minutes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe that's he needs that that's endurance training. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, so, uh, okay. Yeah, I'll take Rafa. <laughs> Rafa's mine. Uh, uh, Bob Bradley, <laughs> obviously, he has a long history. Um, uh, we, I wasn't the biggest fan of his when he was the uh, U.S. Men's National Team coach. Um, I obviously. Uh, had no feeling toward him when he was uh, Chivas USA coach, um, but uh, certainly has a very respectable resume. Um, we kind of fell in love with him when he was uh, the coach of the Egyptian national team, and we're certainly rooting for him when he was coaching Swansea. I probably thought he didn't get a fair shake there. Uh, now he's with LAFC and um, apparently has is, uh, is become a breakdancer. Um <laughs> <laughs> but what do you what what are your the how, how long do you expect Bob Bradley to stay with LAFC? What's your what's your sh- okay. shelf life for Bob Bradley? Realistically, um I think 
that LAFC, honestly, in being a part of uh, the podcast has helped me get to talk to a few people in the front office. And the mentality is a little different. The approach is a bit different. And this is maybe something that you haven't heard yet from, from anybody about LAFC. I honestly do feel that Bob Bradley will be in, uh, in the head coach position for at least about three years. Um, and that is because I think they're, they're going for the long run. They understand that Bob Bradley needs to be given some time. I think Bob Bradley it took the job because he knows that they know that there is, uh, you know, there's a, a certain amount of time that needs to be built. And that's what happened at Swansea is, I mean, he wasn't given any time whatsoever what was it, 11 games? Well, he talked you know, funny. 85 yeah. days? <laughs> he had an accent. Oh, yeah. yeah, he had a weird accent. He's I think the players didn't like. Well, yeah, he says PK and stuff <laughs> like that. Uh, I mean, whatever it was, I, he wasn't given enough time. And I think that LAFC understands that, um, that he needs time in order to build it. He has said plenty of times before that he is going to be a part of uh, the team the club from the ground up, which means being involved with the uh, with the youth uh, academy as well, and all the way throughout OCSC, he's involved with them as well. Um, so they understand; they have a vision that's a little different. I think as supporters, we understand that maybe the first year is not going to be Atlanta United. You know, it's not going to be Chicago, nineteen ninety eight. I think that's what do it was. You, but but um, are do you think LAFC supporters are prepared for? Minnesota or Orlando or 2017 LA Galaxy? Um, I think I think that we are expecting, uh, preparing or hoping for the best and expecting the worst kind of thing. Um, and I think it re- we have to be realistic about, uh, you know, what's going to happen with, with, uh, with an expansion team. Um, and for, uh, for those of us that have been Chivas USA fans, I mean, how much worst can it get right you so yeah you have hesitance yeah it's just kind of you know hoping that within the first or second year they can do something i think we'll be excited regardless um again i'm worried about the maybe the amount of people that that show up to games after the first year if they don't do well but the the true supporters will will remain because we understand that it's a project it's not a one-time uh you know one year thing and so to to end it on that, Bob Bradley, I think, will be around for for two to three years. I'll say I'll say three years. That's probably that's probably that like my, that's the safe bet right there. I three th- years, you should have enough time to at least, even if uh, just to build a foundation for the next guy coming in. Because obviously, you know, he, I don't think he's going to be like a lifer. I don't no. think any. I don't and, think any. I mean, well, MLS. He's not going to be like yeah. a, as much as an MLS coach can be a lifer. I mean, yeah. we did just hire Dom Kinnear. And Siggy Schmidt. Um, and Siggy Schmidt, <laughs> so. I was going to yeah. say, I mean, could they be going? And here's the thing. This is the mentality of LAFC. Could they be going for that uh, Sir Alex Ferguson type? I, I think it's too early. It I think time. it's too early to, to to say that about any MLS team, really. Um, but You don't see that too uh, too often. Yeah, in, you uh, see, look at Arsene Wenger, Wink- and he's... You know, we've been, they've been calling, uh, Arsenal fans have been calling for his head for what, five years now? Like four now? or five years now, yeah. Yeah, so, it, it's yeah. very rare. I mean, it does happen, and when, whenever it does happen, and, and more so with players than, than coaches, when you have a player that's sticking with one team their entire career, those are the ones that were respected the most. And uh, throughout any sports, not just uh, soccer, it's just a little harder to do with soccer. Um, but um, 
I have a hypothetical question for you, Jerry. Um, yeah. So you had mentioned that uh, you're kind of upset that the Galaxy has had such a uh, down year uh, right before LAFC is uh, about to uh, uh, enter the league because you wanted this rivalry I'm, to be at its at its peak when uh, when these. But I'm kind of enjoying. But you're it kind of enjoying at, at the, the same, same time. time yeah. So my hypothetical <laughs> yeah. question is, and obviously I, I very much doubt that this would happen, but should LAFC become the big dog and put the Galaxy out of business? What do you feel then? And we'll ask you, what R do you feel? The relief or regret? Um, if you, if, if you were to, to be the, the, yeah. the lone LA team standing, I don't think that's going to happen, but that, just hypothetically. I don't that, think that's going to happen either. I don't think but that can yeah, happen. That would, that would suck. Don't think um, and I think that's why... No, no, no. Why, why do you guys think MLS moved so quickly to, to bring a team? I mean, literally, Chivas USA was like, okay, we're done. And a week later, LAFC was announced, you know, and they were already preparing for it. I think that um, they understand that Los Angeles as a whole, they understand the, the mentality of the people in LA. We, we, need, we need to have uh, two teams of each sport in LA, <laughs> you know, it's just, it makes it more, exciting. I think the market, people more I think the market definitely, um, calls for two teams to LA. Um, they, you know, like I said, we have the Dodgers and the angels. You have now you had the chargers and the Rams. You used to have the Raiders and the Rams. Uh, you have the Kings and the ducks, uh, New York, same thing. You have the Knicks, you have the, uh, the, uh, the Nets or yeah, the nets, uh, you have the jets, the bills, the giants. So too many teams sounding the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Knicks, but, nets, Jets, yeah. bets. <laughs> But do you see how quickly the Rams and Chargers thing happened? Like literally, what is it? A year after yeah. the Rams announced yeah. the Chargers. Beat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that there's a reason for that too. Well, you know, I, like I, mean, I said, I think the market is big enough uh, in Los Angeles for two teams. I think it does yeah. definitely. If I had to be unbiased, it definitely does uh, uh, merit two teams. It, I mean, the LA market always seems to be sort of the 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 El Dorado of of sports. Though, um, because I think any any um, any team owner that moves here thinks, well, it's L.A. It's huge market. There's so many people. We're going to be the biggest thing in the in the city. And then they get here and they go, oh, actually, no, it's not a good sports town at all. Um, and you know, like that, I think that just keeps happening. Like every different sport, and I think MLS is the same. Um, I think that that. The, the the relationship between the LA Galaxy and LAFC and, and previously Chivas USA um, definitely has to be a symbiotic one. I think that one is better with the other. Um, I definitely think that um, when Jorge Vergara came in and said, I'm going to put the LA Galaxy out of business, um, we laughed it off, but we said, well, you know, that would be kind of stupid to do because if you're the only game in town that's really easy to become complacent and look what's happened with the LA Galaxy is they've I feel like they've become complacent and um part of the reason I think I have such mixed feelings when it comes to LAFC is one I feel like it's going to bring up the 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 not only the the mindset and the quality of the of the league but also the mindset of the quality of the LA sports market when it comes to soccer um I also think that it's going to be, you know, they're going to push each other. They have to, and and it's going to have to be a a, a a friendly rivalry. But really, 
it's about maximizing money and pitting pitting LA soccer fans against each other. Um, and and the last thing I do want to to mention um, the the golden goose for the LA market has always been the Mexican fan, uh, the 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 Liga MX mm-hmm. fan. Um, the LA Galaxy has brought in two Mexican national team stars and to me have failed in, in capturing that fan base. Uh, LAFC's brought in Carlos Vela. Do you think they'll succeed in capturing that uh, Mexican fan base? Um, I, I, that's, a, that's a tough question because I feel like Carlos Vela is, uh, is, is going to be great. But until he actually plays in the league, I can't really answer that question. Um, until he yeah. actually shows what he can do um, in MLS, uh, it's going to be really, really tough to, to answer that. Uh, because, uh, like you said, they, uh, the LA Galaxy haven't really done a great job with, with Gio and with uh, Jonathan. And uh, I don't think Jonathan's been around long enough yet to show what he can do. So I think that Jonathan's going to be great for you guys next year. Um, mm-hmm. Giovanni is... Uh, I, I I feel bad for the guy because I just <laughs> I feel I feel bad well, for don't you feel guys bad actually, for him. He's getting a lot of money uh-huh. to not <laughs> yeah. to not play well, games. I, that's yeah, true. Not for him. That's very true. <laughs> to I be called into like your national team without really being in form, I mean that that's pretty good too. He should be doing a lot better. I think you guys agree with that. Yep. I yep. think yep. that he yep. has failed to every earn episode. His I'm money. harping on that. Yeah, he he's failed to earn the amount of money that he's getting. Right. Well, play play Jonathan is yet to be playing the field aside though. Yeah. What about what what about getting getting capturing that that uh that that fan base? Well, I'll tell you this much: we had an entire uh, supporters group for the Mexico League. The VS Army was at the latest LAFC event, uh, where they uh, well, actually not the latest, but the one where we um, kind of brought out Carlos mm-hmm. Vela, and he was there, and um, there was a ton of VS Army there. So I think that LAFC is pretty aware of the fact that they need to have a Mexican, you know, national team player in the team um, and to, in order to capture those those fans. And so it's just now how do they market it? Again, it, it goes back to, uh, you know, it's, it's at the end of the day, this is a business. And so how they market him is his story. And the fact that mm-hmm. he chose us, he chose LAFC, um, where he had a lot of other offers. So now it's up to him to to get the fans, and I think that LAFC understands that that is, uh, like you said, the the golden egg. Um, so we'll we'll see. I'm I'm excited to see what happens. I, I think Jonathan's gonna uh, do much better for you guys next year. Now that he'll have a, a full start, um, I'm not hoping. Uh, you know, I'm not. I don't. I'm not keeping my hopes up for Giovanni. But again, I'm I'm enjoying how terrible Galaxy has been. <laughs> but at the same time, at the same time, it's. Uh, it's scary uh, because I want I want there to be a, a real rivalry and I want there to be um, a lot of of heads at these stadiums, whether it be uh, the Stubby or whether it be Bank of California. So yeah, yeah. All right, well, well I'm gonna wrap this up now because this show our, is our first overtime penalty show that's gone <laughs> an hour longer than our regular uh, show. Jerry, can you go ahead and give us uh, the details of your show and just plug it in real quick? Sure. Uh, you can check it out on iTunes, Stitcher, and uh, at uh, www.heartoflafc.com. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, th- uh, you know, this, this talk continues, guys. I w- I'm all over Twitter, Facebook, 
Instagram. Sometimes I'm on Snapchat. Uh, you guys can call in and leave us some hate messages. That'd be awesome too. I would love to get those. <laughs> no, I really would. Probably be the first. Uh, but <laughs> I truly appreciate you guys opening up the forum and and you know welcoming me, as well as uh, just kind of opening the doors to to show everybody that, uh, you know, Los Angeles is not only a great city for uh, uh, for soccer, but it's also going to be a great city for uh, rivalries, but good healthy rivalries and. Uh, it starts here. It starts with us, and it starts with opening the doors and, and communication. And, man, I, I cannot wait until we kick your guys' No, you, <laughs> you may have to wait until 2019. Any last words, guys? <laughs> David Lewis, any last words? No, no. I think we're good here. Here's to a healthy rivalry next year. Indeed. I can. I also cannot yeah, I'm wait sure. to, uh, like I said, do not vandalize uh, anything or anybody on the streets, but... Uh, Certainly, LA Galaxy will vandalize Respect you one on another. Field, so. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is LA is our house overtime penalty show with Heart of LAC, Jerry Jimenez. Say goodbye, Jerry. Goodbye. And this is David and Lewis saying later. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. And this is Bobby. Thanks, guys. Bye.